What's going on, sports fans? It's a raspy Lawrence Patchman Lang here because he's a little under the weather. So for another exciting edition of the Sports Insanity Podcast here on the Sports Insanity Network, game 16 to 2, or second, however you want to classify it. Me, Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing pretty damn good. I would ask how you're doing, but you just told us, so. I thought, yeah, well. That's amazing. As a as the saying goes, changing of seasons usually knocks me down. It's the only time it ever knocks me down. And then the uh, occasional yeah. cold during the the occasional cold during the winter. But or the or do you, do you have allergy? Do you have seasonal allergies? I do not have seasonal allergies, thank goodness, knock on wood. Yeah, because that's weird. I yeah, I this is the time of year. Like hopefully because I'm usually worse in the spring than I am in the fall. But yeah, so uh, for those of you who suffer with seasonal allergies out there, stay safe. Stay safe and take care. We'll see you next week. Okay, that's the show. I don't know. We got stuff to show. talk. We have a lot oh, no, of we, stuff to talk about. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. <clears throat> we'll kick it off. Bill, we'll just get yeah, it out man. of the way early. Um, the Giants did not look good on Thursday night football. Yes, um, I'll be on. Yeah, Reg and I talked about this on Friday, but I'll sit. I'll give the talking points here. Daniel Jones, I don't entirely blame. This team just looked lifeless. Not as bad as Week One. Well, no, you actually you actually scored points in those. We actually scored points. We actually scored points. But um, yeah, the Giants just looked lifeless. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they, it was not good football. And Daniel Jones again, you know, Daniel Jones is not entirely to blame. He's not entirely to blame, but yeah, and other, and when you're missing Saquon. Saquon's the main piece of this Giants offense, whether you want him to admit it or not. He is, no matter what. He is the main piece of this offense, whether you want to admit this or not, folks. He's the main piece. So, well, well, hopefully it's just a rough patch in the road, and you know they hit the bump, and then they're back on the road to gloriness. Hopefully. Well, yeah, we got Monday night against um, Seattle. You guys hold you know, for that? Yeah, that's home. Hey. That's it's actually a reversal of week one because remember week one, Giants played Sunday night, Jets played Monday night at home. This week, Jets are playing Sunday night, Giants are playing Monday night. Ah, good old Jets primetime game with Zach Wilson. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. But um <laughs> what's so interesting though is but you know what? You know who I gotta give credit to. Like even in week one, I should have given them credit. But I'll give them credit for this coming week too. The grounds crew there. Yeah. God bless them. Like they literally, in less than twenty four hours, they gotta go from this week that on week one they had to go from blue to green. This week they gotta go from green to blue. It just shows that you 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 can get it done in a timely matter. Because. I don't know if I told you this about seven years ago. I actually went to a Jets game. Um, 
It was, I remember, it was a, it was a, because you know how towards the end of the season they play Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I went on Saturday night, mid end of December, and that game was cold, boring, and depressing. And you know how I felt during that game? Cold, bored, and depressed. I felt cold, bored, and depressed. <laughs> Not but, a lot. Um, but I did get to go on the field, though. That was pretty cool. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where your yeah, that's where your one profile picture comes from. Yeah, because um, my neighbor's wife's nephew at the time. I don't know if he still is or not. He was the assistant to the Miami Dolphins head coach at the time, and he got and he got tickets for my neighbor. And I remember was out shoveling that day. It was snowing. He goes, "Do you want to go? Hey, do you want to go to the Jet games tonight?" I'm like, sure. So anyway, but. The game was Saturday night, and I remember the Giants were playing Sunday at 1 o'clock the next day at MetLife. I'm, like, thinking, how are these – this crew must have to either work through the night or get or get it done early in the morning. I bet you they just get it done, and then they go home. Do you think, like, the second the game's over, they're out, like, switching the green to blue? And they might be. I mean, yeah. we, we see it. We see it sometimes in the NBA and the NHL. You know, what stadiums that share a basketball team and a hockey team. We see it all the time at MSG. They flip it over from Knicks to Rangers and Rangers to Knicks. Well, you know, in this case on Monday, they're gonna at least they're gonna have time. They're gonna have a little. They're gonna have a little time. Well, they basically have the whole day. The stadium probably doesn't open till like what six 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 thirty. Yeah, probably. So. So so they might just do it in the morning. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's a flip of week one, Jets Sunday night, Giants Monday night. So, but yeah, but getting back to this past week, um, Gi- Giants better wake up. They better wake up. And, you know, my dad said if they beat Seattle this coming week, then they're in good shape. And you know what? I think this game is a must win. Because you got to look at it this way. After Monday night, who do they have after that? They got the Dolphins. Then they got the Bills. Uh Like, those next two games after this week are going to be tough ones. (laughs) Especially with Miami pulling up 70 this past weekend. All right. That was a who. But fans that don't know, Miami won 70 to 20 against Denver, scoring the most points in the NFL game since 1966, I believe. I just want to say Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Yeah, Tua, 309 yards passing, a bunch of touchdowns. Denver looked horrendous. It was not good. The Jets. Came up short against New England, 15-10 to 10 at home. Zach Wilson almost pulled off a miracle in the Meadowlands, but um, Randall Cobb couldn't cob it in. Dropped it at the end. It's all right. It's football. The Jets are still suffering. The Buffalo. New York Jets. Buffalo, 37-3 win in Washington. And our very own Danny Boy Reginald and our very own Nate Moser were at the game. Yes, they were. 
Green Bay, I'll keep it short because I'm trying to limit in my talking a little bit today. Nice comeback win against New Orleans at home. Fourth quarter comeback, 18 unanswered. Love's looking good. But we can talk about the Giants. We can talk about a 70-20 to 20 blowout. And by the way, I just want to say something really quick regarding the 70-20 blowout. Sean Payton better be keeping his damn mouth shut now. Yeah, well, you're coaching in um, a terrible team right now. Your, your coaching is terrible right now. And he took shots at Russell Wilson, which Russell Wilson's man, but still, I'm like, and you're saying, well, we had the worst coach ever. So you guys had the worst coach ever, Nathaniel Hackett. So yeah, you know what they say, Patchman. You know what they say. Karma comes around. Karma's a bitch. Yes, it is. Um, we, 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 we could talk about, um, let's see. Indianapolis's um, um, controversial win in overtime against the Ravens, but they won. But the Colts beat the Ravens. Wow! The Colts beat the Ravens. Good for the Colts. But Bill, there is one game that the whole world is talking about. Is it what I think it is? On well, we're gonna go to it. It's not the abysmal um, Chicago Bears, but their counterpart from this past weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep it short and sweet. Kansas City annihilated the Bears 41 to 10. But the rumors may be true. It's Swifty time in Kansas City. Because the rumors of Travis Kelsey and pop star Miss Taylor Swift looks like they might be the new power couple. Yes, because for those of you who don't know, and for those of you who don't know, if you watched the game on Sunday, the Kansas City-Chicago game, there Taylor Swift was at the game, and she was in the box with Donna Kelsey, Travis and Jason Kelsey's mother. And it, did you watch this patch? Like, I think they showed Taylor Swift more than they showed the actual game. Uh, well, they 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 well, you got to show the game, but you know. He scored a touchdown, and then it pans up to Taylor going crazy with Mama Kelsey. With Mama Kelsey, and then the little five, the three second clip of them walking close to we get close to each other, and it's a love story. So it's you better love the baby say yes. Another. Yeah, I'm gonna shake off that joke. Yeah, you're gonna shake it off, all right. Um, I think viewership went up for that game. Yeah, I think that was the number one viewed game this week. Yeah, everyone's going crazy on the social media saying, oh, I might have to watch football now. Let's go Chiefs. So Chiefs fan base just gained um, probably 50 million bandwagon fans. Um, And did you see Travis Kelsey, his jersey sales went up 400%. That's a nice payday. He has gained over 300,000 Instagram followers. And this past Sunday with that game, like I said, that was the number one viewed game. Even though the game was a total just blowout. Like, even he, he like, where we live in New York, I don't know if you got this or not. They basically cut after halftime and went to the Dallas-Arizona game. Um, yeah, but, and did you know, 
there was a 63% jump in viewers that were between the ages of 18 and 49. Wow. And all I have to say, Swifties, welcome to the NFL. Um, Just don't refer the Cowboys. Yeah, because there was this meme, and Batch and I were just talking about it before we started recording. Um, it says, "Swifty, here are the rules. Swifties, here are the rules for the fo- for football." It was just talking about the downs and touchdowns, and the Dallas Cowboys suck, no matter how much their fan base tells you otherwise. Um, but yeah, and like, and did you hear? You know, Jets are playing the Chiefs this Sunday, Sunday night. Jet fan, the the tickets to that game, ticket sales to that game doubled. What? I was watching last night on, I think it was on CBS News, like at, at eleven o'clock. the The tickets for that game, ticket sales for that game doubled. So Swifties can get a glimpse of Taylor if she's coming. And I'm sure a lot of them are probably already there in May to see her play at MetLife Stadium. Well, I'm sure that helped Jet. Um, the I'm sure that helped MetLife after Rogers' injury because I'm sure a lot of people sold their Jets tickets for that because like because we weren't going to see Mahomes versus Rogers. Because I guarantee you, and I was actually talking with Reg last night. I said if they could flex this game, they probably would. Well, now they don't have to. Because they were probably hyping this up before the season started. Ooh, Rogers first. <laughs> but now that's not going to happen. But I think this is good for the NFL. I don't know what you think, but I think this is good for the NFL. It's good for the NFL. <laughs> because we're bringing in a new demographic. Brand and- new demographic. Um, no wonder Taylor turned down the halftime show. We have Usher now. Um. Not the worst choice, just not my type of music. Uh, I'm still waiting for Metallica to get a Super Bowl halftime show. They deserve it. I'm not the biggest Metallica fan, but I I wouldn't be totally opposed to it. Metallica deserves it. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. With Swift and Kelsey, I guarantee you, I guarantee you with these numbers spike. The NFL wants them to stay together. The NFL wants them to get married. As the as the recent jokes with the NFL writers commercials, the writers will make it happen. And I, I want to give an, a, a, a message to Taylor Swift's father. You don't have to worry about paying for the wedding. Roger Goodell is going to do that for you. Hey, never know. Roger Goodell is probably thinking like... Wait, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are getting married? There's a new demographic for us? Mr. Swift, don't even think about taking out your checkbook. I got it. I got it. I'll take care of the wedding. I'll take care of it. This is going to do great for us. Sell tickets to the wedding. Or, Travis, if you don't marry Taylor Swift, I'll divorce my wife and I'll do it. That's what Bobby Roger Goodell's thinking right now. See, that or just throw him out of the league. What was that? You cut out there for a sec. It's either that or he's going to throw him out of the league and send him back to the XFL and the US, US, USFL that are happen, going to happen probably to merge soon. But um, I think this is – I actually think this is – because if you've been on any like NFL memes or any NFL thing for the last 24 to 48 hours, all you see is Taylor Swift jokes and memes. My favorite one is about Donna Kelsey, which I'm sure she's a very nice lady. 
she seems like it. She seems like a very nice lady. Yeah, she is. The same. Donna Kelsey has two sons who play in the NFL. Did you see this meme? And she might be bagging Taylor Swift as a daughter-in-law. She she has achieved the American white mom dream. <laughs> Did you see that one? She's in, she's collecting the Infinity Stones right now. She is she going to snap us out of existence? No, she might because if you know if if Kelsey if you know later down the road if it works out if Kelsey and um, Swift have a baby and it's like a son, she'll have it. She'll finally have a grandson. So that would be four, and then she only need one more after that to have the Infinity Gauntlet. And what would be that last stone? Um, maybe, um, trying the memory blank right now. Oh wow! Have you ever even watched Avengers: Infinity Wars? No, I have not. I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. Yeah, but um, I can't think of it right now. I'm drawing a memory blank. Oh well. The last stone, and she has achieved mortality. And she will snap us all out of existence. Um, well, but but yeah, we um. Oh, I remember now. Jason Kelsey getting another um Super Bowl because then both brothers would have two each. So. Yeah, I was just about to ask. I'm gonna sound like a total idiot here. I was just about to ask. Travis Kelsey was on the first Super Bowl team, right? Yes. Okay, I I. I Draw drew a blank there. Thank you. Um, I believe so. But if that happens, she has achieved Nirvana. She hit. She has achieved it. So, and did you see it before we move on? Did you see at an Eagles game someone had a sign with Travis Kelsey and DeAndre Swift that said, "The only Kelsey Swift duo I actually care about." Ah, uh, Philly fans, for once you did something classy. I like it. Because my my um because my dad is like granted folks, my dad is almost sixty-three years old, so he's in that stage of his life where he's like, Oh my god, who gives a you know what? You know what I mean? I know what you mean. He's in the who gives a you know what. So that's what happens when you get older, folks. You just become more cynical of things. Yeah, that's all right. So anyway, we wish Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift the best. And the NFL writers better make this happen. Hopefully viewership is down for Denver and Chicago this weekend. It's going to be the um, barn burner of the week. We'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. Packers, uh, that Packers played it. So like today at like 3 o'clock because nobody Oof. will be watching. Nobody will be watching. All nobody right, moving on. All right, somber news from the MLB. Um, Hall of Famer Brooks Robinson passed away, sadly, the other day. Famous third baseman for the Baltimore Orioles, who won two World Series, was an 18-time All-Star, won the ALV in 1964, won the World Series MVP in 1970, 16-time Gold Glover from 1960 through 1975. Won the Robert Clemente Award in 72, RBI leader in 64. Um, had his number retired by the Orioles. Um, his number five was retired. Was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1983 with the 91.9%, not 91.98% voting for his ballot Hall of Famer, if you guys don't know that. 
Career average of 267, 2,848 hits, 268 home runs, and 13, 1,357 RBIs. Made his debut on September 17th, 1955, and retired on August 13th, 1977. All spent with the Orioles. A great career. Yes. Great player. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You will as you will, you will be missed. You will be missed. As the MLB season winds down, so is Terry Francona's career. So we're gonna hit you a little back to back. If you didn't know, Terry Francona did play in the MLB from nineteen eighty one to nineteen ninety with a two bomb. Uh, there was my phone. Batted <coughs> excuse me. Batted 274, 16 home runs, 143 yards batted in. His managerial record is 1,894 and 1,612 as of now. There's still a couple games left. That's a just over 500% winning percentage, i.e. 0. .540. We look at his player career. He played for the Expos, the Cubs, the Reds, the Indians, the Brewers. As a manager, he managed the Phillies from 97 to 2000, then managed the Boston Red Sox from 2004 to 2011. And most recently, you know, he's with the Cleveland Guardians from 2013 to now. He's a two time World Series champion with the Red Sox, 2004 2007. Also made a World Series appearance when the Cubs and the Indians faced off in a thrilling Game 7 matchup. Game 7 series, I meant to say. Uh, was Manager of the Year in 2013, 2016, and last year, and won the Gold Spikes Award in 1980. He also has a, a silver in the Men's Baseball Amateur World Series in 1978, which was in Italy. Gotta love Terry Francona, you know. He helped coach those Red Sox in 04. Uh, you had to bring that up, didn't you? Well, you, you got to because, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I was joking. Uh, I know you are. I know you're joking. I Anytime I can bring up that series in a conversation, I'm going to, Bill. You know that. Yes. Just the way I've, I am. Known you for, I've, I've known you for over 10 years now. I know you like I know the back of my hand. So, you know, to bring back the Red Sox from 03 down, the only team still did not. The only team still to do that in – a MLB game seven that went, you know, that's seven games showed resiliency, all that hoopla. And then today, you know, you know, make the world series again in 07 and win it again. Hey, make, making yourself a hall of famer right there, especially in coaching. He should definitely as big as a Yankee fan. I am in 2004 still gives me nightmares. LOL. Um, he he does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame for for leading a comeback like that. You deserve it, Mr. Francona. You totally do. So hopefully, we see you in some capacity still in baseball. If not, we'll see you at the Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony in a couple years. We will see you in Cooperstown, Mr. Francona. Hopefully, we see you in Cooperstown because you deserve it. All right, the only thing left: MLB oh. season's winding down. We missed something when we were talking NFL. Though we missed something. Oh, what did we miss? 
Uh, Trevor Simeon, the Jets. Oh, well, all right. Well, we'll 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 recap that in a minute. Then we'll we'll save that for the end. Then my yeah, bad I on apologize. that one. I know um, you're fine. Don't don't forget. I'm 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 not all that there right now today because of me. And I think we were, and I think we and I think I just got a little too giddy up with the whole Swift Kelsey thing. Oh yeah, just a little. All right. Well, it's funny. It's fun. It is funny. We'll we'll get uh, New York Jets. Trevor Trevor Simeon being signed to the team and cut um the um how 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 they put this polite the fly in the room, Colin Kaepernick, who's been trying to get back in the NFL ever since he left the NFL. But we'll get back to that. MLB season's winding down. Uh, pretty much. A bunch of teams have now been eliminated. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, I think this is the it's the first time since the first time in thirty years we won't see either the Yankees, the Red Sox, or the Cardinals in the playoffs. Yes, I see. I saw that. So I then I knew I knew um, record resets. I guess we'll go with that. A new era. Yankees are still trying to find a way to finish over five hundred. They're still. Three games over 500 with five games left. You say they should just tank it. I say tank it. I mean, uh, obviously the Yankees are playing for pride right now to finish over 500, so they really don't get um, the um, nose and booger flown out of the nostril thrown at them. Just ask the hundreds of – just ask the 41,000 people who were at the – who were at the – who were at the last home game on Monday. Oh, guess what? There weren't 41,000 people there, you liars. How many people were there? I don't even know. Hang on. Hang on. Well, hang on. I think we can actually check that. I think they no, tell no, you that. No, they officially announced the attendance at the game is 41,000 people. There's um, smoke and crack. I'm going to put it that way. I'm, I'm putting it okay. that For way. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, all three of you. Where are you feeling for today? Feeling for all four of you who don't know what we're talking about at the um Yankee final Yankee game that was on Monday afternoon, the final Yankee home game of the season. It was a makeup from Saturday that got rained out. There was barely anyone in the stands. There was barely anyone there. There was maybe like a couple hundred people there, and that's being generous. Like, or maybe a couple thousand, but they're saying 41,000 people are at this game. No, they're not. Now, listen. Yeah, look, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the one photo that they have from because the the USA Sun has an article that says that New York Yankees mocked after announcing 41,000 attendance with only 50 plus fans inside. Oh, inside okay. against the others. Okay, I was way off. But well, don't forget, I, I, I think the sun is satire, though. Yeah, but no, they did announce it was forty-one thousand fans, though. And listen, here's my thoughts on this. And we're, we're going to do a bombers banter next week, regular season finale. Look for that next week. But. You gotta look at it this way, Patch. There's a do I think this is going to be the wake up call for Hal Steinbrenner? No. no. Absolutely not. Because here's a couple things you gotta keep in mind. One, this was a makeup from Saturday, and they played it on Monday. 
And for those of you who don't live in the on the East Coast from Saturday to like yesterday morning, it basically rained nonstop. Yes, it did. It was just dreary and miserable this weekend. One. Two. It, okay, one. It was a Monday game. So, you know, Monday, people are at work, people at school, people. And because on top of that, don't forget, Monday was also Yom Kippur. And New York City has a big Jewish population. And don't forget, a lot of people were probably in religious search services or people had to cover people for work who were going to services and, you know, the kids were off from school, but that's another reason why the stadium was empty. Reason three. Okay. That was a sub reason one reason two. It was raining and miserable outside. And here's the kicker. Number three. Are you ready? Pat, you ready? You ready? You ready? I'm listening. This game was absolutely meaningless. Because as of Sunday, the Yanks were eliminated. And to be honest with you folks, I don't think they even should have played on Monday. They fudged up the schedule because they actually, Arizona had a game scheduled on Monday and they moved it to Thursday just so they can finish the series. This game had no playoff implications. Wait, is Arizona in the run or are they out? Uh, Arizona holds the second wild card spot by one game in the NL. Okay, that makes sense, man. That makes that makes sense in a way, but you don't... Do you think they made the right move by moving the game from Monday to Thursday? Or... No, just play a fucking... Just play a doubleheader and be done with it. Unless unless you think the weather was going to be that bad playing the doubleheader, then I guess. Well, because I think Sunday, I was thinking they're going to play a doubleheader on Sunday. But then then when they just announced that there was one game, they're probably thinking, okay, because the weather's supposed to be bad Sunday too. And if you remember, there was a nine, there was like an hour and a half rain delay. So they're probably thinking, thinking, because I was even thinking, okay, they're going to have a doubleheader Monday. They're going to have a doubleheader on Monday. But they probably didn't want to have a doubleheader Sunday because they didn't probably didn't know if Sunday's game was going to get canceled or not. Right. But, yeah, but that was just the brilliance of Major League Baseball doing dumb crap. Hey, your favorite person was probably in charge of that. Rob Manfred. And yep. Rob, guess what? It's been a while. I still don't like you. There it is. Uh, but, um... <clears throat> but, yeah, that's with the uh, Yankees. So, uh... You know what? Let's talk about teams that actually mean something right now. All right. <clears throat> with... With about five days left in the season in the AL <clears throat> wild card race, the Tampa Bay Rays hold a 10 game lead over the next 
closest team, the Toronto Blue Jays, with a game and a half left. The game, I mean, they're a game and a half back. Houston holds the third wild card spot, and the only other team left in contention for that is Seattle. They're a half game back of Houston. Toronto's going to make, I mean, not Toronto, Tampa Bay's going to make the playoffs. They're battling the O's right now who are trying to get a 100-win season. Even actually the Rays are trying to get a 100-win season for the for the season. So things look up for them. They, I would watch out for those two teams. Toronto, I mean, unless they really crumble, they're going to make it. It's really down to Houston and Seattle. And could you imagine the World Series champions not making the playoffs. Oh, that'd be insane. I can't think of the last time that happened. Um, let's see. Oh. So they went to Google. I'll take this one. I'm gonna All right, I'll talk then I'll talk about the NL while you find it. All right. In the NL, um Phillies have a six game lead in the top spot for the first wild card spot. D-backs have a one-game lead over Chicago. Miami's a, um, half a game back. The Reds are still in it, game and a half back. And the Padres, four and a half games back of that last wild card spot. Really got an answer for me. I'm still, still looking. looking. Still looking. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's still... Wait, did the Cubs make it in 2017 or? Um, I can tell you because I have the standings right here. Yes, the Cubs made it in 2017. Okay, so it wasn't the Cubs. Um, ah. Huh. Huh. I wish I knew. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I I know what it was. It was the Nationals. Oh, they didn't make it in 2020. They didn't make it in 2020 because of the 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 50 game shortened season. Oh, and, think also, and also 2019, the Red Sox didn't make the the Red Sox didn't make the playoffs in 2019, and after they right. in 2018. So, Today we just had to use our brains. We had to, yeah. So, yeah. How shocking would it be if the Astros didn't make the World Series? Um, I mean, they battled with injuries all season. So, when you're not a healthy team, like look at the Yankees. Yankees weren't a healthy team this year, and then they crumbled. Especially when you have Aaron Judge out. Yeah, when you have your star player out. Who's the glue to the team? Out. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm. I'm hoping. I want. Um. Who do I want in? I want the Reds in somehow. I want the Reds to make it. That'd be interesting. You know who I, I think mean, the series going to be. Be- I'm sorry. Go on. No, you go ahead, Bill. It's all right. You know who I think the World Series is going to be between? Who do you think? The Braves and the Orioles. Well, maybe. Always got to watch out for them Dodgers. Yes, got to look out for the Dodgers, too. So it's probably the best time of baseball. It's the last week of the season. And then playoffs start. 
Oh, so much fun. It'll be a great time. We're going to end it on that note because I'm ready for a nap. So you've been listening to the Sports Sandy podcast on the Sports and Sandy Network. We'll, we'll talk about Trevor and the Jets and Kaepernick later this week so we get more detail. Yeah, and uh, we'll let we'll keep you in the loop. Um, yes. If you want to know more, Patch, where do you go? Mm. Follow socials, SI and Real and SI and Real on Saturday. Website, www.thesportsandynetwork.com. Keep up with all the blogs on the website. Follow us on YouTube, all that hoopla. You know the drill. We'll see you guys later this week. Stay safe and take care. Say goodnight to your mama. Mama loves you. Say goodnight to papa. Papa loves you too.